This is Unclaimed Bands, episode 12. Hey music lovers, it's Amanda Mayhem and Sean bringing you another special edition of Unclaimed Bands featuring Vanity Theft. Welcome. Okay. Um, I am Brittany Hill and I play guitar and sing for the band. And I'm Alicia Gradecki and I play keyboard and vocals. Nice. So tell me, how was your recent tour? Long. Long. <laughs> um, yeah. This last tour was actually, it was really cool. Uh, we've been on the road like since June, basically. Um, and it was great. It was our, our first time ever like really, really touring like that. So it, it was it was pretty great. Yeah, it kind of consisted of two big tours and then just some, like, little mini tours in between. So we kind of set out and toured, like, by ourselves, like, not with another band. And then we toured with Sig of Sarah. I think we had a lot more fun touring with Sig of Sarah. They definitely kept things interesting. So it was overall, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Nice. How did you end up being a part of those tours? A part of the tours? Yes. Um... Well, we are managed by the same um, label, so we kind of met that way, and then we talked about touring pretty much ever since we met them, and it finally just came into the works, and we were able to get on the same package with them on with their booking agent. So what's your favorite part about touring? Um, I mean, for me, it's just like, just the whole experience is, you know, like just being able to do that every single night is great and getting to I mean it's pretty much a great excuse to travel and play music and do all the things that at least I love to do so really I mean it's just a like good opportunity and I, I would say just getting to play every night and meet new people and make new fans is really really rewarding yeah same these um getting to play every night it's kind of something that I've wanted to do ever since we started out as a band and started playing shows I mean, one good thing about it is, like, if you don't really have an amazing show one night, you can just prove it to yourself that you can do so much better the next night and the next night and the next night, and there's just so much room for growth. And it's just, you know, being somewhere different every day, like Alicia said, it's pretty sweet. I think, like, as a, like music-wise for our band, the greatest thing about touring is we've become so much tighter and just, you know, playing that same set every night, like Brittany said, like, I think we've grown a lot musically together. It's definitely an interesting way to look at it. I've never heard a band say something like that before. So that's cool, though. That's good. Now, what's the hardest part about touring? <laughs> Brittany, I'll let you take this one first. <laughs> um, well, touring in a van with four girls is probably, <laughs> I, would, I would guess it's a little different than touring with guys. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's interesting. But um, we're, no, we're, a, we're a family, so it's, it's not like we fight all the time, but there's definitely some, <laughs> some you know, some stuff that happens. It's pretty funny. Um, hardest. I don't know. Sometimes, like, the best things about tour can also be what's hard about tour. Like, being somewhere new every day is great. You find yourself waking up thinking, like, um, where am I today? Where are we going to be tomorrow? We're across the country, but, you know, it also can be worrisome. Speaking for myself, anyway, like, for being like so far from home sometimes can be hard and knowing that you're not going to, you know, see your family or your significant other for a really long time. So that can be hard sometimes, but I don't know. What about yeah, you? Lisa? I, I, 
I would say the same. Like, um, I think Brittany put it perfectly. Like, sometimes the best things are also the hardest things. Like, it's so great traveling all the time, but, like, there's just those, like, mornings when it just catches up with you, and it's really, it can get really exhausting. And, um, you know, like, being away from home and not really, a lot of times, like, you like you really have no idea. Like, there's so many cities and venues we've never played. You have no idea what it's going to be like. It could be a great show, or you could be playing for, like, just the bartender and the doorman. So it can it can get discouraging sometimes, but I mean, like we said, that's also sometimes like the exciting, great part about it. So and yeah, money, I mean, that, money, that's kind of more like that's kind of like I feel like how our first tour was, and then what was so rewarding about our second tour is that we started to actually get fans that followed us, and we picked up a lot of new fans just from touring with Sigasera. Like we were able to, you know carry over into their fan base which was great but we also started to realize that people were following us like people were more and more people were starting to hit us up on Facebook and you know yeah. come to our shows where we were last time like it's awesome so it just seems like it's a working formula and what we're doing is actually making a difference yeah awesome I'm glad to hear it's going well for you girls so yeah. how do scenes <laughs> differ from place to place Mm, the only thing I can think to, like, say about that is, like, some places people just don't move. They just stand and they watch you. But then afterwards, you know, they go on and on about how into you they were, but you wouldn't really be able to tell that from just looking at the audience. And then other places, people go crazy. So I think, like, some say, like, depending on the city, maybe I don't know how much it has to do with just, like, the person or the city, but... It seems like some cities just have, like, a different energy, and there's definitely, like, a, a better scene in some places, for sure. Other than your uh, your hometown uh, or home area, what, what was the best place you've ever played at? Uh, I would definitely have to say on top for me would be Los Angeles. Like, uh, every time we've played Los Angeles, I think, three times now. And this mm-hmm. last time we played there at the Roxy was just phenomenal, like, and, oh, at Moscow, too. Like, every time we play there, we just get more and more people to come out, and people are really supportive and really into it. So I would say Los Angeles or uh, Niagara Falls and, like, Canada was pretty cool, too. Sweet. Yeah, I really I really had fun playing in Canada, for sure. L.A., I feel like that's, like, an obvious one to say, but it's just we've really been lucky with our L.A. shows. Like, we've had, yeah. like great response and that is definitely one of the cities where people are just not afraid to go all out which is fun um and i also really enjoyed playing um new york city we played there twice and both times at studio at webster hall and both times it's been fantastic webster hall is a fun venue i like webster hall yeah yeah it's very cool we've we've had two really good shows there so what are some things that are said to you after a vanity theft set um, well, sometimes, I think the funniest one is like, wow, I'm really impressed by you girls, I'm not going to lie, I thought you were going to suck, but you were pretty <laughs> The brutally honest favorite. Vanity Theft fan. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm not, you know, I'm not offended by that, I think it's kind of cool, but it's funny. Yeah, uh, I've gotten that one a few times, where it's like, oh, we kind of just stuck around because we thought you guys would suck, but you're actually pretty good, so it's wow. like, oh, nice backhanded compliment i'll take it why not yeah there's still a lot of that whole like you know thing about 
all-girl bands. I don't think everybody's really caught on that, like, you know, a lot of, there's a lot more all-girl bands out there right now that are just, you know, awesome. Like, it's going to take a while longer, I think. So, but I mean, no, we've gotten great response, like, really, overall. People are, you know, very, very kind. Like, we've heard some really kind words. Um, and that's always mm-hmm. another way that you know that what you're doing is, like, you know, not pointless. It's totally serving its purpose. Awesome. So do you get any feedback about your lyrics, not just the music? We do, actually. Um, yeah, I, I, we, we do. It's I think it's, like, more so online because, like, when people see you live, they don't always really have time to, like, absorb and remember everything that you're saying. But when you do get that kind of compliment, like, after a show where someone's like, oh, my favorite part was this song where you sing this, like, that's even more rewarding. What are the themes and inspirations behind your music? And it comes from like I a, guess, a mixture, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it like song to song, and then even as we'll be writing, I feel like we're pulling it from like multiple sources. Like obviously, some of it is from you know like past experiences or stuff like that. But I don't know. That's a hard question. I think it just really varies. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard question because like if you say relationships. You know, it's it's too easy, it's too black and white. I mean, a lot of our songs have to do with that, but they normally take a different spin on, you know, yeah. past situations, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of our, at least like lyrically, for me, a lot of times a song can start off being about like one specific thing or person or instance, but like as you're writing it, it kind of like evolves into a more like general description of something Right, most definitely. Totally agree with that. Well, you know, I um, I got a copy of your Anatomy EP, and I wanted to ask you a couple questions about that. Um, mm-hmm. I noticed that you had uh, you have two remixes done by leftist artist uh, houses. Can you tell us yeah. a bit about how that came about, and what was the decision to include um, those on your EP? Well, really, um, Dexter of houses. Also, he's not on our label, but he works with um, our producer. And it was kind of like the idea of a remix was something we kind of have been messing with since the beginning. We always thought it would just be really cool. A lot of times people will say, like, man, we could hear these songs like being remixed, and people wanted to give it a shot. So when we met Dexter, we kind of hit it off with him. And, um, I mean, he sent, you know, he started working on it, and he sent us what he had, and we really liked it. So... We thought, you know, we haven't released any new material since 2008, so we wanted to do this EP, and it just seemed like a good on there. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was great myself, so I, I, that's why I was kind of yeah. curious about it because I, I yeah, found it's something different, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, I'd listened to the one single he has out, and I was like, man, this is so different. And I was kind of curious about how it all came together. So yeah, I mean, he just kind of like messed with it, and he would send us something, and we would. Uh, you know, respond back with our thoughts and ideas. And at the end of it, we ended up with two really cool remixes that we thought would be good to put on the EP. Cool, cool. Yeah. Now, Dexter's a really cool guy. Shout out, Dexter. We love you. <laughs> shout out, Dexter. <laughs> nice. Seriously. You can shout out to whoever you want. <laughs> so you're... Uh... Yeah, we... Uh... Go ahead. I was just going to say, we actually are... There's a music video for the Anatomy remix kind of in the works. Um so, I mean, that's that's cool. Like, we have an anatomy for the actual song. We have a video for that that we're working on. But we're also going to do one for the remix. So. 
Oh, nice. We're excited about that. Yeah. Pretty sick. Be on the lookout. Yeah. A- any mm-hmm. idea when that might uh, might come out? Um, it should be. It should be soon. I mean, it'll be before the end of the year, I think. Don't quote me on that. But no, it I should won't. be sometime later, this, or sometime in December, I believe. Uh, okay, so people just look for it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what we felt. Um, yeah, we've seen like rough cuts of it, and it looks like it's going to be pretty, pretty cool. So we're excited. Sweet. Your uh, your full length album, uh, "Get What You Came For," is going to be released next year early. Uh, what can you tell uh-huh. us about it? What should fans expect? Um, I don't know. I've kind of been thinking about it the last few days, and thinking about the EP compared to the full length. Um, because a couple of the songs, actually three of the songs on the EP are going to be on the full length. So three out of the ten songs will be on there. Um, but I think that there's so much more yet to be discovered about this band and about who we are yeah. that will be discovered on the full length. It's it's gritty. It's dancey. We're totally proud of it, and I, I can't wait until people, you know, hopefully all the people who bought the EP will get it, and then a lot more will also get it. Which songs yeah, are going to be on the full length? Um, from Limb, Anatomy, and Missing Teeth. Limb from Limb is my favorite, so awesome. Yeah, that's going to be on there. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I've been thinking about that, too, lately, and I just, like, I I can't wait for our fans to hear it, but even more, like, I, people who have, like, had things to say about the EP or, like, didn't like the EP, I, I still am just, like, so proud of this album that I hope that everybody at least gives it a chance, you know? Like, there's so much on the full length, I think, to be said about us that doesn't come across on the EP. So hopefully people will grab it and listen to it at least once. Awesome. Nice. With all the touring you've been doing, how did you find time to write new material for the record? Well, I think um, we'll, I guess we'll both have to answer this. We we write collaboratively, which is great. Um, so for me, for me, like, um, I just had a lot of like song ideas that I would jot down and kind of had to sit on them the whole time we were on tour really because I mean touring really is like a full-time job like there's really not a, I mean there's a lot of downtime in the van but a crowded van with four stinky quirky girls isn't always like the best riding environment um, despite all the downtime that we do have in the van while we're actually on the road traveling there's not a lot of time to get together and you know have a conducive writing environment so for me like I, I would just get some ideas and jot them down and we've you know finally are taking a break and so now we can kind of elaborate on those ideas um alicia yeah same um like you know we'll like be riding in the van and i'll think of like a, a lyric or something or just messing around the same thing but like um for this for the album that's coming out we actually had all the music fully written before we started the tour, like touring in the summer. Um, so all, all this music on the full length kind of just came together beforehand. And, you know, we would just meet up a lot and write. And then a lot of it had to do with, like, when our label stepped in and we were actually in a studio, some really great ideas came out then, too. Cool. So it's kind of just awesome. like whenever we have a chance to write and sit down, Brittany and I together, we take it. So Awesome. Well, you know what? Let's hear a song now. This is Anatomy by Vanity Theft. Can 
You just heard Anatomy by Vanity Theft. Where can we find that song? You can get um, Anatomy and other stuff on lots of places. We have them up on our MySpace, um, myspace.com slash Vanity Theft. We also have all that good stuff. We have facebook.com slash Vanity Theft. Um, the actual EP can be purchased on iTunes, Napster, Amazon, any of those kind of places, as well as our older records. Um, so, yeah, you can get it anywhere there. Yeah, definitely get it, check uh, out the iTunes. Online the store. easiest way. Just Google us. That's what I always tell people. Just put Vanity Theft in the search yeah. engine, and you'll find all the sites that we have. Yeah. So it's out there. Go get it. Excellent. Awesome. Hey, uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask you about your your full length. Um, I understand that the plan is to release the album digitally first, a month before the CD. Um, what was the thought, the decision behind that? Um, I don't know. Let's uh, get Josh Binder on the phone. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, um, that's okay. Phone. No, I, I think it was just uh, phone a friend. Dad. Um, I think it's just to build momentum. Um, so that when we actually do release the physical product, you know, people, it'll be like anticipation. People will run out and get it instead of just kind of releasing it in a vacuum, you know, just more of a build up. Gotcha. I think you, that. Is this something, I mean, obviously, since they made the decision, do you think this is something that uh, could become a new trend for artists? To, to um, I, think, I could see it becoming a new trend for new artists. I think it's, you know, it's a little different if you're an established band who is to the point where you can release a physical product and, you know, have thousands of people go out and purchase it the day that you put it out. But, you know, we're a new band, so, you know, our not fan base, while it is, you know, it's growing, but I don't think that we've, you know, we're not at that level yet. We don't have thousands of people, obviously, who are going to run out and buy it the day it comes out. So we're just kind of making sure that, you know, when it does come out, it, you know, we do it right and we do it big. Okay, great. What advice could you give or would you give to some young, aspiring, like, 13-year-old kid, girl or boy, who wants to, uh, <laughs> wants to start a band? Oh, um, I would say... Bother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Don't it's a hard world out there. No, <laughs> um, I mean, God, I would say just, like, just do it. I mean, I think that's about how old I was when we started this, and... We just played in our parents' basement for, like, first couple years. And, I mean, I would never have thought that we would be doing, you know, like, touring and doing what we're doing now with all these, like, albums coming out. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's cheesy, but, like, really anything's possible. And, like, if you work hard enough at it, like, you know, we booked our own tours and everything like that. So pretty much just, like, don't sit on your ass and wait for it to come to you. Just kind of yeah, do it. Yeah, well, well put. Sure. Thanks. So, with the new album, can we expect another big tour? Definitely, huge tour. Yeah, we already uh, have one, um, almost almost finalized. I think. Um, yeah, we're hitting the road date, with actually the first day. I think it's the album release date. Yeah, day after album release. Yeah, nice. we're playing uh, Brooklyn February second. We're hitting the road with Hunter Valentine, so we're going beginning of February all the way to March fifth, and you can see. All those dates at vanitytheft.com. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you so much thank for you. calling in. We definitely appreciate it. Sweet. No problem. Uh, thank thank you. you, guys. This is Amanda Mayhem and Sean from Unclaimed Bands signing off with Vanity Theft. Please, please, please check these girls out, as always, with passion.
statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of the unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries. <laughs>